A word for today, Lions Down's daily podcast to help you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. Nothing could matter more. This isn't to replace your personal Bible reading and prayer, but rather encourage and help you in it. Welcome back to A Word for Today. We're pursuing the true meaning of Christmas. And we're seeing that the true meaning of Christmas is found in the person of Jesus Christ, most especially his work of dying on the cross. Jesus opens the gateway to the church age and the new creation for his people by saving them from their sins. And he does that by the cross, which is the crux of the gospel message of the whole Bible. And that work of God, that great work of God, is pictured um, here in the opening verses of Matthew chapter 2 as evidence that convicts. And we saw yesterday how the extraordinary behavior of this supernaturally operated star that led those wise men and stopped over the place where Jesus, the baby Jesus, lay is a picture of how God uses all creation to point to Jesus. But there is a second element of evidence that convicts in this story, and it's the quotation from the prophet Micah that is used by the chief priests and scribes of the people in Jerusalem when Herod the king asked them where the Christ was to be born. I'm going to read that complete reading from Micah. This is uh, written um, about uh, 700 years B.C., before the events we're reading of in Matthew 2. And this is Micah chapter 5, beginning at verse 1. Now muster your troops, O daughter of troops. Siege is laid against us. With a rod they strike the judge of Israel on the cheek. But you, O Bethlehem Ephrathah, by the way, there were two Bethlehems. Uh, that's why this particular Bethlehem, the one where Jesus was to be born, has to be specified in this way. But you, O Bethlehem Ephrathah, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be a ruler in Israel, whose origin is from of old, from ancient days. Therefore he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has given birth. Then the rest of his brothers shall return to the people of Israel, and he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall dwell secure, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and he shall be their peace. It's a wonderful prophecy of the Lord Jesus Christ finishing with the fact that he makes peace between God and the people of God. And he does that by dying for their sins, by paying the price of his people's sins and accounting to them his perfect righteousness. Now verse 2 of Micah 5 is the verse that's quoted here 700 years later in Matthew chapter 2. That is what gives the location of the birth of the Messiah of the Christ, of the King who is going to come and deliver his people. And it points to us the second great evidence that converts, which is the evidence of Scripture. And in pointing to this particular 
um, prophecy of Micah. It doesn't mean our understanding is to be confined to this. It's pointing us to the Bible itself. It's saying that the evidence that convicts of the true meaning of Christmas, and we'll be coming to that, is actually presented to us in the Bible. The Bible is an amazing document. It was written over a period of about 1,600 years. It was written in the widest variety of situations. It was written in three different languages, Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek. It was written by over 30 authors who were used by the Holy Spirit, inspired by the Holy Spirit to present the actual living word of the living God. And it's presented in the widest variety of literary genre. So we have history, law, prophecy, wisdom, poetry, song, philosophy, correspondence, and so on. And you would think a body of literature of that type, 66 books in all, the, the word for Bible comes from the French word for library. It is a library of inspired books, but books written over more than or nearly one and a half millennia um, would be a, a complete mishmash, particularly given the variety of their literary type as well as their provenance and background. But the amazing thing about the Bible is it hangs together perfectly. It has never been less than the leading marvel of literary scholarship. And you know, our Bibles, that first three quarters, the Old Testament, uh, promises, looks ahead to, prefigures, foreshadows the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. It points to the person of Christ and especially to the work of Christ in all kinds of ways. And that example from Micah chapter 5 is one of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. And the last quarter of our Bible, that New Testament, is the fulfillment of all those promises of the Old Testament. And it's fulfilled in one person, the Lord Jesus Christ. Impossible for that to happen by chance, particularly since so many of the things that are fulfilled are in and of themselves impossible, such as he would be born of a virgin and that he would rise from the dead. Fulfilled in one person, Jesus Christ, and in one event, the cross of Christ. And it's saying that what God has done has put in his creation incontrovertible evidence that absolutely convicts people. It convinces them that it is true. We'll consider more about this evidence for the true meaning of Christmas tomorrow. Loving Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your God-breathed word, that life-giving truth that you present to us in your world now as a living truth. Father, please help us to love it and respect it and uh, submit to it. Please would we live it in our lives and witness it to others. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. A word for today, helping you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. This podcast was brought to you by Lionsdown at lionsdown.org.